This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Time to talk about leveling again. Character leveling. Mostly D&D character leveling. And I'm talking about milestone character leveling. Now, I'm of an ambivalent mind on this because the way I do it is if the game system, I've told you this before, if the game system has just one advancement for all classes, I'll do milestone. But if it has different level level XPs to, to love for the characters to level, then I will use XP and do it that way. Well, there's a few things about that I want to talk about. First of all, milestone leveling is convenient for the GM. But there are some down, a downside or two to, of it. If everybody's advancing in the same level, it gets predictable. It really does. If say they and if you have if you do it in a, a straightforward, you know, measured way, yeah, it really becomes predictable. If you look at like, say, Swords of Wizardry Light or Continual Light, it's like you start at first level, you do one adventure you're level two. You do two adventures, you're level three, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that gets really predictable. Even in fifth edition or the current version of D&D, it's one, ex- one leveling chart for everybody. And so that way the players are going to get it in their head of, well, it doesn't matter if I do this or if I even show up or whatever, because I'm going to level anyway. Not so if you do, you know, individual class leveling. Now, yeah, it's fun to get experience points and stuff like that. But at the same time, you can make, you can make milestones work for you. Number one rule in milestone leveling, don't tell the players. You can tell them you're doing that if you want. But keep it to yourself, you know. And try and vary it. You could probably come up with your own, your own, uh, your own way of doing it. Your own method of milestone leveling. But if you do, keep your mouth shut. 
Don't tell them. Keep them guessing. They may figure it out a little. You know, at that point, you can change it. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, how many, how, many, how many sessions, how many adventures do we need? You don't know. I'll tell you when you level. And if I want to do everybody leveling at once, that way I can do it everybody leveling at once because they're never going to know when that extra level is going to come. It also helps prevent, I should say, or, you know, cut down the absent player XP syndrome, which I just explained. Well, I don't really need to come because we're all going to level in about two sessions anyway, so I can miss this one type of thing. Because they still think that you're giving them, you know, you, you still got to show up. And you can do milestone leveling for different classes too. It's just a little more complicated. I mean, if I did it for Hyperborea, that would drive me crazy with 26 different classes. So, But I think you get the idea of what I'm talking about. Keep it to yourself. Keep a chart to yourself, behind the screen, wherever, of when the characters level up. You can follow along with whatever the rulebook says or make your own. I highly encourage you to make your own. And, you know, you can be arbitrary about it, too. If everybody's going to level up at one time, you can be pretty arbitrary on how many sessions it takes for them to level. I wouldn't get ridiculous about it. Like, you know, 15 levels, okay, you're level two. Or, I'm sorry, 15 sessions, okay, you're level two. So, you know, don't, don't get ridiculous about it. But at the same time, you know, just keep in the back of your mind, okay, they've done this. And you can write down what they've done, too that would warrant them leveling up if you want to, or just keep it in the back of, your, back of your mind. You're the GM. You're the one who's running the game. You know what happened. And so I would just say, okay, you guys are now level four from level three. Okay. And everybody levels up and everybody's happy. And it just keeps a little of the mystery of that going because, like I said, you come, you come, you you cut back the absent player syndrome. Plus, once somebody figures it out, you can change it up a bit. That way, you have options. GM should always have options. So don't forget that. All right, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And... If you want to do a single donation, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, which is paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. And for some of the for for some more good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's the Young Y U N G Young Grognar podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe the Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.